Well, today is our Baptism Sunday, and uh, we praise God for that. We praise God for those that are going to get baptized. The big question today is, uh, why should someone get baptized? Or even more personal, why should I get baptized? Or why should you get baptized? Uh, When we look in the Bible, one of the most famous people in history that ever baptized people was called the man John the Baptist, right? Now, John the Baptist, his motto was, what he went around saying all the time was, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. And John the Baptist said this because it was actually written in the book of Isaiah, hundreds of years before that. But he was fulfilling the prophecy of preparing the way for the Messiah to come. You know, John the Baptist, if you look in the Bible, he was a unique character. You know, if you look at him, he is not your normal run-of-the-mill pastor, right? Because even the way the guy dressed, the Bible says he was dressed in camel hair. That's got to be itchy. You know, that's got to be uncomfortable. Not too many people sport camel hair suits anymore. No, I don't think so. But there's this idea that this man was distinct. The Bible says what he ate for lunch and dinner was wild locusts and honey. Uh, Grasshoppers, wild locusts and honey. But the amazing thing is he was a fantastic communicator. I mean, he was so prolific in preaching that he would cause hundreds of people to come from Jerusalem all the way out in the Judean wilderness by the Jordan River to hear him speak. People would travel miles to hear John the Baptist speak, and then they would go through the waters of baptism for repentance. And they did this all the time. Now today it's a little bit different, except wouldn't it be great if Pastor Peter would dress up like John the Baptist today? Okay, we, we, we didn't prepare him for this, but in the summer when we have the baptism, maybe then he will have that. And we'll have as an appetizer honey and grasshoppers. But John was making this message. And the key part of John's message was this. I baptize with water. But there is one coming who's more powerful than me. He will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. And I'm not even worthy to carry his sandals. So John was pointing to somebody else that was going to be coming. And we know who that is. It was Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And then as John finishes those words according to the gospel, somebody walks out of the crowd of people that are going to be baptized and humbly just walks up. The way that John was describing it was there's this person that's going to be coming. He's greater than I am. He'll baptize with water. He'll baptize with the Holy Spirit in fire, and you better watch out because his coming is near. And then all of a sudden, there's this figure that just walks through the crowd and comes up and says, John, would you baptize me? It's almost like anticlimactic. It's almost paradoxical because John is describing this Messiah that's going to come with fire and power, and Jesus comes humbly like a lamb to get baptized by John. It says here that Jesus came from Galilee and the Jordan to be baptized by John. 
And so when he goes up there, he says, John says, Jesus, you've got it all wrong. I just told everybody I'm not worthy to even carry your sandals, and now you want me to baptize you? I should, you, should, you should be baptizing me. And then what Jesus says is, when John tried to deter him, Jesus said, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. And then John consented. John said, okay, I'll baptize you. So why was Jesus publicly baptized just like a normal human being? We know he's the son of God. We know he's like nobody else that has ever been born. He was both God and man, never sinned. But these are some of the reasons. Jesus confirmed John's ministry and fulfilled prophecy written 700 years before they were even born. So Jesus was confirming what John was doing. All these people were gathered here, and Jesus was saying, yes, John the Baptist is fulfilling prophecy. He is special. And then Jesus did, gave us an example of humility. He identified himself with those whom he came to love and to save. Jesus walked through the crowd and from the crowd. And after the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus and God the Father spoke from heaven, opened up the heaven, it confirmed that Jesus was, in fact, the Messiah because God actually spoke from heaven. The Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove. And it was a verification that pointed to Jesus' empowering ministry that was going to begin in the power of the Holy Spirit and it was going to change people. And not only that, it actually, his going down into the water and coming out of it was actually a picture prophetically of what he was going to do on the cross. He was going to die on the cross, be buried, and then be raised again. Resurrection. So there's no wonder Jesus was got baptized. But you know, there's another reason too. He leaves us an example that we should follow. Jesus wanted us also to be baptized. We know that Jesus said, you know, the, the Holy Spirit came in the form of a dove. I don't think it was actually a, literally a dove that landed on Jesus' head, but I think there was some way that the power and the presence of, of the Holy Spirit was sensed there in the form of a dove. There was peace. It was peace and love that was transforming and sensed by the people. You see, Jesus' public baptism demonstrates that God's blessing was upon him, and he was going to be used by God in a powerful way. Now, 2,000 years later, uh, we still baptize people. And the reason that we do that is that after Jesus was crucified and died and resurrected, his parting words to his disciples were, go into all the world. And preach the gospel. And he said, go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And so till to this day, people who believe in Jesus and decide to follow Jesus still take a public step of faith and obedience to get baptized, like Rory and Erica are going to do today. And when we go down into the water... We're identifying with Jesus' death on the cross and his burial. And when we come out of the water, 
we're identifying with his resurrection and the new life that he gives us. Forgiveness of sin, the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, and the ability to walk in newness and in power. And this is what our golden verse says. Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So I just want to close with this. Why do followers still today get baptized? First, baptism is a command of Jesus for every believer to obey. As long as you're able to have breath, you believe in Jesus Christ, there's no reason why you wouldn't take the next step to get baptized. And so, but, you know, it takes thought. It takes courage to publicly state before everybody here, I'm a believer of Jesus Christ. This is what he's done in my life, and I want to follow him. That takes some courage. I know people don't like to get up in front of people and speak, right? But these two right here are willing to do that because they're not ashamed to share their testimony of what Jesus Christ has done for them. And also, it's a public declaration of an inner working of salvation that they've experienced. And third, it's an act of worship as one declares and identifies with Christ's death, resurrection, and newness of life that they found in him. So no wonder it is so powerful a thing to do in our life presently, 2018, November 18th, why we do it today, still, hundreds, millions of people have been through baptism. How many people have been baptized here? Raise your hand, yeah. How many of you understand what our two sisters are going through coming up here and giving their testimony? Yeah. It takes courage, right? But then it's also, there's a spiritual significance to baptism. Do you know, after Jesus was baptized, he went into the wilderness and he was tempted by the devil for 40 days 40 nights. He fasted and prayed, and then the enemy came and tempted him. Uh, So there's also a spiritual element here. It declares to everyone present, including the unseen spiritual world, that this person being baptized is totally forgiven, fully accepted, and belongs to Jesus Christ. Meaning that we look back on baptism. I look back at my baptism... And when the enemy is tempting me or trying to put chains on me or thoughts that are wrong, I say, Satan, get away from me. I belong to Jesus Christ. You have no power in my life. And I do not believe your lies or accusation or want to live by your fears that you're throwing at me. I belong to Jesus. And it's the same thing that Erica and Rory can say today. So this afternoon, Rory and Erica will share their experience with coming to personally make a commitment to follow Jesus Christ. And they're going to share their, spirit, their own personal story because of their faith and their life has been placed in Jesus Christ today. And they want to tell you about it. So I want us to, first of all, pray here, and we're going to sing one more song that I think is one of their favorite songs, I think, as well. Was that one of the ones they picked? I picked it. One of my favorite. Honestly, but I know at our retreat, it was like the favorite song that Erica wanted to sing. So I I wanted to sing that today, too. So let's pray.
Father, we thank you. We praise you for your goodness to us. And Lord, we ask that today, Lord, we will remember that you died for our sin, that you were buried, but then you resurrected in newness of life. And Lord, you have given to us a new life. You've given us to a new power. You've given us your promises. You've given us your very presence to live in this world. We thank you that you came after us to bring us into your kingdom. And Lord, we thank you today for this time in Jesus' name. Amen.